You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast. Today, we're talking about lack and how it shows up in your business. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Hey there, James Wedmore here, and thank you so much for tuning into the Mind Your Business podcast and this very special segment that we put together for you called the 12 Days of Abundance. We have a ton of content to get into for today's abundance training, so I will keep this very short and we'll play that audio clip for you right now. How's everybody doing? This is day three of our 12 Days of Abundance where every day I'm having a conversation and a piece of content with you talking about how you can live into more abundance, not just in your business, but in every single area of your life. We're going to get started here today with day three. It's really an opportunity for you guys less to just be a student sitting in your seat, taking notes, but rather use this time right now to feel into a state of abundance. I mean, you're here, so do it. I think like that was the thing that really bothered me about school and learning is I was learning by not doing versus doing. And, oh, I memorized it, or I can repeat it back, or I can take the test. But here's the thing. If I gave you a book on how to swim, and you read that book cover to cover, and you took a test on my Swimming Secrets book, would you know how to swim, assuming you didn't before you read the book, would you know how to swim at the end of that book? No. If I gave you a book on leadership and you read that book cover to cover, does that make you a leader just because you read the book and can take the test? No. So I think we've been trained most of our life that learning only happens in our head. This is an opportunity for you to like practice it, not just right now as we're sitting here, but also to feel into that abundance, you know? Awareness is everything. You know, the reason I'm talking about this with you guys for 12 days is because, not to be too braggadocious, but I was really smart. I'm still really smart. And I was learning, 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 learning all the marketing, all the tactics, all the strategies, and I still was struggling in business. And I realized I was operating from such a place of lack. And that's what we're going to talk about today, which is the concept and idea of lack and that lack is an illusion. It's this 3D construct of the ego of a finite fixed amount. And it shows up everywhere in our life where we focus on what we don't have. We focus on what's missing. And that's like the reptilian brain, right? Always looking for the problem, always looking for, you know, what's wrong, the survival piece of it. And, you know, one of the things I got a long time ago is life is choice. And so many events, circumstances, happenings wash over us moment by moment. And these are just these things that happen like got a fender bender or, oh, like for me in my house today, the water softener is leaking water all over the tile. These things happen to us. 
but we get to choose what those things mean. We get to put the meaning, the story, the interpretation on all of these things. And what I really want to talk about today or offer is this idea that lack is a theme of a story that we really superimpose over so many areas in our lives. So let's talk about lack. So you guys have heard that your whole life, right? Is the glass half full or half empty, right? And so, you know, people talk about that. There's two types of people, people that see the glass half full and people that see the the glass half empty. And so we could say that, you know, operating from lack is seeing it half empty, right? But here's the thing, right? So you can even ask yourself as I am holding this glass here, is it half full or is it half empty? And because you guys are all talking about abundance with me, you're like, it's half full, but that would actually be incorrect. It's not half full or half empty. Is both. And that's the new perspective I want you to look at is not as one or the other, but the ability to recognize that it is both. And it's your choice to see it the way you choose to see it. That was a big thing that changed in my life was when I recognized how much of everything is simply a matter of perspective. And the perspective that you choose is your choice. And that's where I say over and over again, how you choose to look at something determines what's possible for you, right? Even to say it's half empty isn't a bad thing because if I said, yeah, it's half empty because I drank the other half, then I'm great. I've drinking more water today, right? So, To me, it's been a very powerful blessing to realize that if you look at a circumstance or situation in your life, and let's now call the glass the situation in your life, that's all it is, the situation. So if I ask you to say, look at a problem in your life, you're already looking at the situation through the lens of a problem, right? And then you filter and distort the situation through that lens. But when you can develop the ability to see one situation from a myriad of different perspectives, that is, to me, is true freedom. That's freedom of thought, freedom of emotion, because your thoughts mirror your emotions, your emotions mirror your thoughts, right? So it's not necessarily that lack is an illusion. It's really that lack is one choice in a perspective. And since it's just a perspective, it's not true right? It's just a perspective. So the truth is, is it's up to interpretation. And that interpretation is always up to you. So let me give you an example here. How many of you have had an experience as my entrepreneurial friends, where as you've grown your business, you've realized that you've started to change. And as you've started to change, Maybe you notice that certain people are falling away in your life. And you guys can just let me know like a yes or a me, right? Like you grow, you change. And because you change, people start to pop out of your hologram. I can tell you why that's happening. Because as you change, your frequency is changing and certain people just don't match that anymore. 
Yeah. So that's what was happening to me when I first started. I'll never forget when I was 23 years old and I had my idea for my first online business. And that was my bartend for profit business. My bartending videos are still up there on the internet from way long ago. And I put a video on YouTube of me bartending and I showed it to some of my friends and I said, look at what I'm doing. I was so proud of myself. Look at what I'm doing. I made videos. I put them on the internet. That's a big deal because it was like 2006, 2007. And that was a long time ago on internet days. Look at what I'm doing. And I had people laughing at me. Like, I'm not talking to like, oh, James. No, I mean like that compulsive, like, (laughs) oh my gosh. Like they thought I was just joking. Like, Like they thought I was pranking them or something. Like this is everything I've been working on and they're laughing at me. And so more and more, I had experiences like that and I didn't want to hang out with them and they didn't want to hang out with me. And I started to have a little bit of an issue with that because I was like, oh my goodness, I'm losing my friends and this is really lonely. And obviously hindsight's 2020, but I was focusing on lack. I was focusing on what I was losing. And what we talked about yesterday is a theme that's going to be carried throughout because the reality is, is life is in constant change, right? Change is the only constant. And if you just look at nature, there's seasons. Like we just went through fall and you know, now I don't live in California anymore. California, we skip all the crappy seasons and it's summer all year round, but we have fall in Arizona and there's a Creek right across the street from me. And I watched all the leaves turn. What does it mean when a leaves turn? It's dying and it's falling off the branch, but that's nature. The tree isn't sitting there going, oh no, I lost the leaves, right? It's a cycle. So your life and you are in a constant flux of change, right? And this is my number one secret. I keep hammering this in. I keep sounding like a broken record. But if you truly want to grow, if you truly want to be someone at the end of 12 months from now, where you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, look how far I've come. It's not just about learning new skills and taking more courses, which is great. I'm always learning, 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 learning. But true transformational growth is simply a process of letting go. And humanoids, human beings, you silly humans, have such a hard time letting go. We hold on so tightly. And if you're operating your life from a context of lack, no wonder it's hard to let go. But the only way to let in more new and better is you have to let go first. I equate it to this. I remember my college days. I was a fraternity president, a little fun factoid. I think I was the youngest. I was president when I was a sophomore of the largest fraternity. You guys don't care about that, but it's a little fun fact. You can tuck away. Maybe we'll quiz you on that later. But I remember, I think we've all had experiences like this where you had a friend and I go back to college because it was like immature dating. We were young. We were dumb. Did you ever have that friend that was dating somebody, but they weren't really into them anymore, but they wouldn't break up with them. And you're like, why don't you dump him? And they would basically admit 
they'd say things like, I will when I find the next guy. Did anyone know anybody like that? Where they would hold on to the person they were dating until they found someone new, right? That would be a fantastic example of not letting go to let in. I'm going to hold on how unfair to them, that poor person that thinks that everything's okay. And it really doesn't allow for the space, the vacuum to call something else in. And when we're holding on, we really are operating from a place of lack. Now to close the loop of the story of when I lost, you know, this is true. None of my friends from high school or college I'm still in contact with. Because who I was then and who I am now is so different. And it's not like I outgrew. I think that's kind of an ego thing to say. It's just I changed. And they wanted that other version of me. But I will tell you something. Okay. It took me a while to realize it. But when I stopped focusing on the friends I was losing, I began to realize that there were friends that I were gaining. And... When I got married in 2016, my wedding was all the new friends, obviously family, but all the new friends that I had made who are people you know, peers in this industry that I made because of this entrepreneurial world that I dove into. And the friendships I have today, like people like Mel Abraham and Justin Brown who are out here hanging out are about a thousand times more rich and fulfilling and rewarding friendships than the ones I had back then. And it's not coming from a place of judgment or anything. It's simply a matter of realizing that your life and life in general is in a constant state of flux of change of things coming and things going. And to the degree in which you are able to let go is to the degree in which you are able to allow more to come in and you'll know you're not letting in when you keep focusing on and worrying about and giving your power away to that, which you're losing. And so that's why I say lack is an illusion because when something leaves, that's inevitable. You're all, this is morbid, but I love getting a little weird morbid with you, but you're all going to die. And all the things that you probably value and find important in terms of material stuff and, you know, money, house, cars, all the things that today's influencers are taking pictures of and putting on Instagram, you don't take any of that with you. So in a fun, interesting way, you're borrowing all of it anyways, because you don't take it with you. And there's a word that you hear a lot, resistance. I'm having some resistance or I'm experiencing resistance around blank. And the way I love to define resistance is resistance is your unwillingness to let go of what no longer serves you. So it looks like this. You're walking through life and life gives you contrast, something that you don't want. I don't know. Maybe... You see somebody doing something you want to do and you're like, oh, they're doing that and I'm not, right? Or, or maybe you look at your bank account and don't like what you see, contrast. And that contrast is an opportunity for you to create clarity 
on what you do want. And that's called desire. And desire is this like driving force of human beings that propels us forward every day. And we will have desires until the day we die. And so, so many of you on this live have desires to do something around a business, maybe to make a certain amount of money, reach a certain amount of people, hit a certain amount of something or whatever, right? Certain lifestyle, but that's a desire. And that's a beautiful thing. Don't ever apologize for desires. That's beautiful. I want this. I desire that. So I talk about this a lot and I talk about this in our goal setting training, which we're going to be eventually sharing with you guys this week. Cause we also created a 2021 goal setting protocol that you guys are going to love, but it goes like this. Most people don't have goals because they're afraid of what they want. Well, it's not that they're afraid of what they want. They're afraid of disappointment. All the fears we have are fears of uncomfortable emotions, right? So, but entrepreneurs like you and I, we're this weird, ambitious group. And so we have goals and we have desires. So you're already like in the top 10% of people. Most people just don't have that. But that's where most, that's where I would say 90% of entrepreneurs stop there. Here's my goal for 2021. Here's what I want to do. Here's my outcome. But I want to take that to the next level for you. Okay. What most people never do, once you determine what you want, what results you want, most will never look at what the result requires from you. So you have a desire. Let's call that a goal or a desired outcome. Let's call it a desired outcome. The moment you create a desired outcome, we have to agree with the fact that the reason you want it is because you don't have it. So it's something you want that you've never had, which means you're going to have to do or be something you've never been in order to accomplish it. But that's not how most people act. That's not how most people operate. They keep running the same programs, the same operating system, thinking if I just work a little bit harder, a little bit longer, and a little bit faster, I'll eventually inevitably get to this new outcome that I've never experienced before. But if you took a moment and said, what does this goal require of me? Who does it require me to be? Then, and only then, you would realize that if you want any chance in hell to get there, something's gotta give. The same you that you are today is not the version of you that's gonna get that thing. Something's gotta give. And I hate to say this, and just, you're gonna have to take my word for it, but the old you dies a pretty tough, painful death because we hold on to so much of who we think we are and who we've always been and how we've always done things. Why? Because it's what we know. It's familiar. That's why I say over and over, what got you here won't get you there. What got you here won't get you there. And the way to get there is through the process of letting go. But if everything that's letting go from your life, everything that's falling away, if that's where your attention goes, because you are where your attention is, then you will take yourself down because all you'll focus on is what I'm losing, what I'm losing, what I'm missing, what's taken away. 
versus what is this making space for? What is this making available for? What is this preparing me for? What is this creating space container or a vacuum for? You have that choice in this moment and in this moment and in this moment. Will I focus on what I'm losing or will I choose to focus on what that is making possible for me moving forward? I can't do that for you. So anyways, that's day three. I would invite you guys to go back and check out day one and two. This is just an opportunity for every day for the next 12 days for you to get into a habit of feeling a little bit more abundant and notice when you shift how you feel and how you see things, notice how things in your life begin to change. And honestly, like, I'm just going to say this, like for me, the receiving is in the giving and I'm telling you this, and I keep learning this at a deeper and deeper level. If your entire life is about accumulating, accumulating and grabbing and grabbing and grabbing and not giving, giving and passing on and through the well will dry up for you. Okay. Even breathing, breathing is an act of Aini with nature because you breathe in, you're breathing the oxygen that the trees make and you breathe out CO2, which is what the trees breathe in. This is no joke. I'm not making this up. This is a reciprocity with nature and we are intimately connected with nature, right? So there is a reciprocity with everything. And when you maintain that balance and that sacredness, more flows. And it's not about how much. It's about something. It's about the intention. It's about the open heartedness. It's about the no expectation. So I'll end with this. This is a little cool exercise that you can do. This is a money exercise. I teach this in my Mind Your Money program. This is so powerful. Who here has an experience where like when the bill comes at the restaurant, you feel a little anxiety? I know I used to. And I used to like, oh gosh, they're ordering something else. Oh crap. Who has that experience? I know there's a little bit of a delay, so I kind of want to wait for people to do that. So, or, or buying something, you have a automatic, negative, uncomfortable response to spending money. Okay. If you do, even, even on a scale of one to 10, it's like two. Okay. Or a one. This is going to be so relevant and so powerful for you. Next time you go out, next time you're, you, especially at dinner, because you, but the time you sit down at dinner, you know, you're going to spend money, right? Here's what I want you to do. When that check comes and you grab your credit card or your cash before you hand it off, I want you to imagine money like a river that has flown through you and is now flowing to all the other humans and lives that is going to make an impact on them. So the bill, the money is going to help pay your server. It's going to help pay the bus boy or bus girl, the hostess, the cooks, the chef. It helps pay the rent for the building. It helps pay the cost for the food. But then let's go a layer deeper. When you give that money to that waitress or waiter, that money goes to help pay his or her rent or their car payment or their next meal. And if you just paid attention to where that money is going 
and the impact and the ripple effect that that money will have, you will realize something that money is power. There's a lot of power with money. But when you focus on what you're losing with money, then money begins to have power over you. When you see the impact that your money has on other people's lives, you have power over money. It feels good. It feel, it literally will feel empowering because you want to look at it as like a conduit. If money is a river, you're like a conduit. It flows through you and out through you. And I love passing that abundance on. One of the joys and blessings as you guys have been following along. So if you guys are going to try that, I hope you guys will. As you guys have been following along on my Instagram stories on our Airbnbs, one of them has needed a lot of work. So I employ all these people. On a single day, I'll have seven or eight people working there. And in these tough times that we're in, three or four of the people that are there, maybe more, if I really think about it, maybe four or five, are all people that have are struggling right now because they worked in a restaurant or the service industry and they've been laid off or limited on their hours. And that's, you know, something, you know, small business and kids, I have a very soft spot in my heart for. Our kids are our future and I want to create our future entrepreneurs. And small business is, you know, what makes this country so great. And to see people out of work or in tough times is hard. And we as online businesses have been so blessed that for most of us, our industry has blossomed. It has grown and has expanded in 2020. And to be able to help people that weren't in these same situations and places in life is, is such a joy for me. One of the members of our Airbnb team had to quit working at a restaurant because they, they work at a high-paced uh, bar with a mask and they started sweating so much that they got a rash all over their face and then developed a full body rat, like it spread or something. And he developed psoriasis or something like that. Like, and now he's on antibiotics and steroids and he had to quit. And so I was like, well, do you know how to hold a paintbrush? Can you paint? And he paints our house, you know, and he's making more at the house than he was at the bar. You know, so that's pretty awesome. So that's a joy for me you know, to pass that on. The Airbnb is still going to make more money. So there's still profit there. So it's awesome, right? All right. You guys are amazing. Thanks for hanging out. But we're going to do this every day for 12 days. This was day three. So we got nine more days ahead of us. We got a lot more powerful topics and conversations to have. And I hope you'll come back and join us. I hope you'll stay caught up to the best of your ability. Even if it's 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, it's going to make a difference for you. So here's to experiencing and feeling and living into more abundance in your life. Bye. Hey guys, James again. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's audio clip of our 12 days of abundance. Now, if you were attending live or saw the replays, you might have seen a lot of our business by design customers ranting and raving about my money and abundance program called Mind Your Money. This is a 31 daily audio and exercise guide that's designed to help you create a brand new relationship around money, not just in your business, but in your personal life too. And the feedback and the results we get 
from our customers that go through it is unbelievable. In fact, I just got one today that said, James was just listening to Mind Your Money and with love and gratitude, may I please suggest you turn this into a book. For those who have not yet started it, all of the answers are inside. And during our lives, when people saw all of our students talking about Mind Your Money, they got really curious, how the heck do you join? Until now, you haven't been able to. It's been a secret bonus program for our Business by Design members, but we've decided to make it available as an extra act of abundance for you guys for the next few days while we're running these uh, podcast episodes. So Mind Your Money is a 31-day program designed to create a brand new abundant relationship with money, and it's priced at $4.97. If you want to enroll by the next few days I am going to give you a $197 or $200 discount so you can get in for just $297. And yes, we have a payment plan available as well. So if you felt like the past year, you had some money blocks, some money stuff came up, you were afraid to maybe spend some money even on things you knew that would help you grow your business like Facebook ads or that new VA, virtual assistant, or you're having trouble raising your prices and receiving more, then you already know you need this training. And you can get signed up when you head over to jameswedmore.com forward slash MYM 2021. That's MYM 2021. Thank you so much and I'll see you soon. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be. So you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.